Nothing like free t-shirts. That's what I'm talking about. No matter where you are, free t-shirts just get you hyped up, right? I hope Jesus gets us more hyped. All right, I need some help. Um, can I get some ushers or some people? I have a giant basket that's heavy. I need every household to get one of those. So every household, it's a clicker. So grab a clicker. It'll be applicable later. Oh, man. It's so good to see the Harmons here. Uh, I just, they just caught my eye a second ago. There's Andrew. I didn't even recognize Lily. She was standing next to us, and when we went to gather to pray, uh, I was just assuming it was one of the girl's friends from youth or somebody, and then I look, I was like, I didn't even recognize you. There you are. No glasses, braces, just looks totally different, and she's growing up, and she has her license. Congrats. I hear there's some other congratulations in order. I hear Logan and Hannah may have had a pretty big uh, weekend. Congrats on an engagement. I hope that's public. Okay. All right. And I don't see him. Is he helping? Nate and Audrey, congratulations on your engagement. Some people getting married. Um, and again, I know Nicole mentioned it, uh, but is Steve, Steve Bowen, can you just wave? He's over there. Thank you for organizing and doing the turkey dinners. I can't recall if Nicole uh, said this, but it was the most turkey dinners we've ever brought in and given out. It was the most servants that we've ever had be a part of that and participate. And, um, and, and honestly, I think it was probably one of the more effective. Uh, let me share a story while they're still passing these out. Uh, we went to a house here, obviously prayed for a lot of people. It's amazing. We just went straight across into the next driveway across the street. And we gave out at least six turkey dinners just in those two uh, row apartments there. And um, pretty amazing that just the need right across the street or right next door to the church or right within blocks away of here, the need that we have here in this vicinity and how we can make an impact and just love our neighbors as ourselves. So good job, church. Good job doing that. But let me share one story. We get to the very last apartment uh, over here in one of them, and uh, the, the guy's name I recalled, and I recognized him. I was like, oh, last year, we prayed for your knee, didn't we? And it, I remembered his face and remembered that. He's like, yeah. And when you guys left, all the pain went away, and it was healed. So that's awesome. So he's like, keep doing what you're doing. You guys are awesome. And in every place we went, they're like, you guys are building. We're so excited. Things must be good. We're like, yeah, come visit. So um, anyway, we're just honored to be a part of their lives and touch. And uh, so I know that might seem small, but the doors that that opened up, and I can't tell you story after story after story, we didn't know how we were going to have a turkey dinner this year. We didn't know how we were going to have a big meal with our family, story after story. So, so thank you guys. And uh, I know it's November now. I'm a little late. Meant to mention this a couple weeks ago. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the love through October and pastor appreciation. Some of you gave us the most thoughtful gifts, cards, just thank yous, notes. Uh, so thank you. It, it makes our heart really, really swell up and feel loved and, and cherished and appreciated. So thank you. All right. So we're done. I meant to take the sign down, but um, I, I, my, it, it, it's youth um, deer season this weekend, youth gun season, and we harvested two bucks this morning. So my daughters, two of them got deer, one last night, we waited till this morning, the other one dropped one this morning, so I went and recovered the other. Um, so let's just say I, I've been taking care of some business um, before I got here, and uh, so 
Anyway, hunting with uh, children and, and young ones are the most rewarding, amazing thing I can do, uh, but sometimes it's challenging. So uh, we had a gun misfire twice, and so, but still got her done. We were going to have meat in the freezer. Um, but that, that saying that, I meant to take this sign down, uh, but we've been celebrating 25 years, and um, we've been talking about the mission statement, the vision statement, the core values. Uh, mission, of course, very easy. Hopefully, we should all get that. Worship, grow, go. So if you missed October, missed the last few weeks, and you're here and you're new or newer, and you um, want to know who is Upper Room, who are we, what do we believe, what do we stand for, what, what is our heart for, uh, just go back a few weeks, you'll, you'll catch uh, and capture the vision of that. All right, Thanksgiving, and especially today, we're celebrating harvest. <laughs> so, um, and, and these are going to be very fitting. So take them out of the box, all right, so that way we're not distracted later. Take them out of the box. need one per household at least. Um, and uh, it's, I'm going to tell you a story. Our, our season, I want to get a little vulnerable here. Our season has been interesting the last few months. Now, please don't take this as whining. Please don't take it as complaining. I would never tell anybody this. I would never share, never um, air this out. But we, it feels like um, maybe some of you, maybe the reason I'm sharing is just maybe you're kind of one of these seasons. It feels like financially we have taken hit after hit after hit after hit. And the moment we think it's done, then we get hit again. And maybe you're sitting here thinking, man, when's it going to stop? And, and that's us, and, and this is going to become very fitting uh, because I think, I think Thanksgiving ties into it. So if you remember me telling this story a few months ago, I think it was around the summer, our septic system went out and had failure. So I'm out there digging, it's pouring down rain, and I'm digging out poo, all right? <laughs> it was a real show, you know, if I know what I'm saying. So, but I recall sharing that story, and uh, I remember saying, I remember thinking back to Dominican Republic and delivering groceries to the poorest of homes. And I remember thinking how blessed I am, right? So then things just keep happening. Our hot water heater, uh, we only get three hot showers uh, an evening. There's six of us. So you better get in there early and make it quick. All right. So it's 26 years old. We went to replace it once and it has to be a low version, which is more expensive. So I'm like, that's on my mind. We're still living with bats. We hear bats in our walls, up in our attic. We can't get rid of them. We've tried um, occasionally through the winter. There's a few that, that make an appearance. And, uh, and again, I have to take care of some business. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then my truck broke down. I had to, it was, it was beyond repair for me and I had to replace my truck. Uh, Nicole dropped my laptop and it just shattered. And I need a laptop to sermon prep and do things. Thankfully, it was repairable, only $400. Then our, our new car, we, we have one new car, and then I just drive whatever I can get my hands on. Uh, the windshield have, had a defect, a warranty defect, and it cracked all the way through. But warranty didn't pay for it all. So there was another few hundred dollars. Um, we had another plumbing issue, and a pump went out. I had to replace a pump. Um, <laughs> uh, our taxes, they've doubled since we've lived in our home for five years, and they, they went up significantly just again. Our electric bill increased significantly, even though our usage decreased. Anybody feeling me yet? Anybody there, okay? You're feeling the squeeze a little bit. Um, our insurance went up. Uh, then our daughter had some abdominal issues, and she decided to make a $3,700 visit to the emergency room. Thankfully, she's fine. She's okay. She's totally healthy now. Um, but $3,700 later. Um, our fridge went out. Our fridge went out beyond repair. I had to replace the fridge. I, this is just within like a couple months, okay? Um, my mower battery died. My car battery died. 
Uh, uh, there's been diagnosis in the church. There's been an unexpected death. Uh, we're significantly over budget on the expansion project, and every week it's thousands of dollars that I'm having meetings about. Um, and then I've been dealing with a shoulder injury for five months and uh, don't have full mobility. It's been really challenging and distracting. And then, so anybody get into, I, I think I would just call this like a, like a grumbling session. Anybody? So I found myself in a grumbling session a couple months ago, a few weeks ago maybe, and Nicole tossed me this. We keep this at our house. A few years ago, um, a guy named a friend, Steve Backlund, came and spoke, and he, he's kind of a guy about joy, laughter, things like that. And, and, he, and he says, go on a, a declaration rampage, right? And you click these things. And uh, he, she's like, here, quit whining and start thanking Jesus. Click away. And uh, so... I, I was whining and crying and complaining, and I was like, okay, we have beautiful children. I love this property. I, I'm, I'm blessed. Our kids love Jesus. We have an amazing church. We're healthy. We can even work out. You know, I just start going through the most basic things, right? And then I notice my attitude changed. And I was like, who cares? It's only money. <laughs> Jesus is still king. Jesus, we have the hope of his return. His blood paid a price for me. And, we, and I just kept going, and then all of a sudden I'm smiling, I'm happy, and I was like, can't get me down, right? And, and, and so I've been intentional, and every time something happens now, I just kind of laugh it off, and I'm like, God's still good. And in my head, I'm thinking, I need the clicker, right? And every once in a while, I'm not saying this was a once-all fix-all, every once in a while, Nicole's like, all right, we keep this in the top. Anybody have a junk drawer at home? Okay, you're going to have to stop clicking those things. I'm definitely going to get distracted here. <laughs> it's like an ink pen. When, when I'm around my brother and we got ink pens going, he can't take it. He's like, all right, that's enough. So you're going to have to stop clicking those. Um, but anyway, I totally lost my train of thought. This wasn't a once-all fix-all. So we have a junk drawer. Okay, who has a junk drawer? In our junk, junk drawer, it is at least got like these little baskets, so the pins are with the pins mostly. At one time, we even had like the highlighters, pens, and markers like all separated. Now it's all mixed. But it's got everything. It's got anything from like a battery charger to charging cords to scissors to whiteout to pens to gift cards to I, I don't even know what all is in there. Sometimes if I just can't find something, I just open up the junk drawer. I'm like, oh, there's super glue. So anyway, this is kept in the junk drawer. And, ever, and still, occasionally, about once a week, I think, Nicole has to get this out and just toss it to me. So let me get into 100 Psalms because I think it's fitting for where we are. Um, because I, I don't know about you, but when I start getting down and I start thinking how blessed I am, something changes in my spirit. Something changes in my demeanor. Something changes in my hope levels. So hopefully you'll leave here today. But let's, let's go through this just a little bit here. One of my favorite psalms, and it's called a psalm of thanksgiving. All right, I'll just read it, and then, then let's go through it. Shout to joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy, acknowledging that the Lord is God. He made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with what? And go into his courts with what? Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good, his unfailing love continues forever, and his faithfulness continues to each generation. All right? 
Those are going to be the three points here in a minute. I, I want to just go through and just, just pull apart some things in that, in that psalm real quick. But if you're feeling down, this is the answer. If you're feeling down and you're feeling like you're crummy or, or, or life's bad or these thousands and thousands of dollars of hits are, 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 are going to get you down, just remember Jesus' blood is way more powerful. His goodness outweighs any financial burden or, or issue, right? All right. So first, shout to the Lord all the earth. Does it say some? Just when things are going good? No. Shout to the Lord all the earth. And then I like this because I want to go through the difference. Worship. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us who we are, and we are his people, his sheep, and his pasture. Then it says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. I, I want to just talk for a moment about the difference between worship and praise. I, 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 find, I find this thing to where when things are going great, we have a really easy time praising him. And when things are going terrible, we, have, we, we are more likely to pray and go in intercession and, 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 and go deep with the Lord, right? And, and I just want to encourage you that we praise him because of what he does, but we worship him for who he is. See, see, worship is this intimate thing, and it's a heart, it's a postured heart, where praise is an act of, of, of um, what, what I write here? It's, it's an act of gratitude. Praise is an act of gratitude, whereas worship is a postured heart. So we worship him for who he is, and that doesn't matter what he does. It doesn't matter what our finances are. It doesn't matter what the diagnosis is. It doesn't matter what we're going through and as, as hard. My stuff is very, very minimal compared to what some of you are going through. Some of this, really, it, I can't take it with me to eternity anyway. I can't take a new truck, so what's it matter? I might as well just buy a beater like I did. I love it. Can I tell you a redemption story about that truck? So I, I ended up buying a truck. It, it, it had engine issues, so I, it, I had to end up buying a new one. I have a friend where a church I speak, he's the finance manager at a car lot, uh, a dealership up in Northeast Ohio. And, um, and I just texted him. I was like, hey, I don't see any trucks on your website less than $8,000. What do you do with those? Do you have any? The next day he calls me. He's like, I think I got the beater with the heater that you're looking for. I was like, come on, Adam, you're speaking my language. So he's like, I don't know much about it. We just got it in trade-in last night. It's one owner. Um, I think the guy just had dogs. He seemed like a, a stand-up guy. I don't know anything about it. He's like, but I, it runs, and the owner said you could have it at our trade-in price at 1800 I was like, that's my budget. I'll take it. He's like, all right, let me just check, check, make sure it's running, make sure at least it moves. I was like, fair enough. So I actually, long story short, we fast forward a few weeks. Uh, I was going to buy a bus ticket because Nicole didn't want to drive me up there. I couldn't find anybody else. And uh, so I rent a car, $100 one way. I rent a car. I walk a few miles to meet this guy at a restaurant. He picks me up, takes me to the dealership, and I end up getting this truck. It's a 2004 Dodge Ram. I, all these bonuses. It has four-wheel drive that works. The air conditioning works. It has heat. The windows roll up and down. Only three of my four last windows rolled up and down. Okay? It's got rust all over it, but that's, that's great character. I came in the church with it yesterday, and Linda's like, you going to put fenders on that? I was like, no. It's too rusted. They won't mount. 
<laughs> so, so it is true. But anyway, this funny story. Now, let me tell you a story, okay? This is the redemption of it. I get there, and, and the interior is like new. They, they detailed it. Uh, now, here's a funny thing. They, they sprayed out the engine compartment to detail it. I'm like, why? You can't polish a turd, right? So, but they did it to be nice and to help me, and they ended up getting water in the injector, so when I got it back, I had to replace all the uh, spark plugs and wires, so that was an extra 800 bucks. But it's okay. When we were going gazelle intense with Dave Ramsey years ago, 17 years ago when Nicole quit teaching and I sold a business to focus on the church and uh, some other things had shifted at the fire department with my schedule to not have that second job. Um, I sold a 2004 Dodge Ram with a payment. Now, this truck has less miles than when I sold that truck when I had it 15, 16 years ago, whatever that was. And now I get redemption at $1,800 and own it outright. I'm giving God praise on that. You guys, that was a good ending. Like, I'm not complaining about my... No, like, I got brought to tears, obviously. You know who I am. I was actually crying because God gave me and gifted me this truck that I could kind of afford. I could at least pay for it. So, all right. So, praise and worship, all right? Worship is who he is. Worship's in our heart. Worship, we worship him no matter what he's doing, no matter what good or bad is going on in our life. Worship is a condition of our heart and posture to him because of who he is. Praise is about what he does. And we get to praise him when he's doing amazing things. We get to praise him when he's not because he's just good. And we get to praise him because we get this intentionality to say, I'm going to find out what he is doing rather than focusing on what he's not doing. Or I'm going to focus more on what is happening rather than what the enemy is trying not to have. Or whatever, however you word that. That we get to say, I, I'm transformed by the renewing of my what? Mind. When, when we repent, we come to the penthouse of thinking and we come from the higher place. He says, come up here, I'll show you great and mighty and marvelous and awesome things. So when we think from the perspective of heaven, we can see our situation that it's not that bad. I was talking to God the other week, and he's not very worried about my situations. He's not stressed about my finances, I'll tell you that. So let's move on here. Enter his gates with what? Thanksgiving. You see, um, go into his courts with praise. So I believe there's this, there's this key, like, like, and I don't think it's like required to go into the heavenly realms that you have to do this thing in order and earn it, but I do believe that thanksgiving is a key that unlocks the gates to the kingdom, that locks the gates of our thinking of how good God is. There's this key that unlocks, and then uh, we get to praise for what he does, and we give thanks to him and praise his name into his courts. That brings us into an intimate place with the Lord when we're just thankful for him. You, 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 if those of you who are married or, or have had significant relationships, when you begin to be thankful for that spouse or that loved one, how close that makes you feel to them and them to you. Nicole, thank you for being an amazing mom. Thank you for being a great wife. You're awesome. Thank you. Thank you for your hard work. Thank you for what all you're doing for the church and all the time you're putting in. And I, I lavish her with this encouragement and affirmation. And then what's that do? When I'm thanking her for what she's doing and who she is and who she is in my life, all of a sudden, we're drawn closer. So as we enter his courts with praise, we're entering his courts into an intimate place. Courts is an intimate. It's a close place because we're praising him, acknowledging who and the place he has in us and what he's doing. Does that make sense? Let's finish this out. 
For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever, ever, and faithfulness continues to each generation. All right, let me reread this, okay? And here's your three points. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. We could almost change the word for his name because... So there's three things of why we are entering his courts or his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. It says for, or, or another word would be because, one, the Lord is good. We worship and praise and enter with thanksgiving because, number one, he's good. Number two, because his unfailing love continues when? Forever. That's the second reason, all right? So there's one, because he's good. The Lord is good. Second, his unfailing love continues forever. And then here's the third point. For his faithfulness continues to each what? Generation. His faithful. He is faithful. He is just. He is loving. He is a savior to every generation. He is healer to every generation. He is deliverer to every generation. So don't give up hope on your kids, your grandkids, and even maybe those to come. L listen, it, the word is true. The word is absolute truth. And, and we get stressed out. Well, we got a wayward son, or he's doing this. Yep, he might be. That's truth. That's, we're not going to sugarcoat that. All right? We have family members that are, that are not serving the Lord and, and not um, in his loving embrace right now, let's say. They just don't realize it yet. They're one encounter away from coming back to the Lord. They're one, listen, any person you ever meet is one encounter away from giving their heart and coming into the knowledge and relationship with Jesus Christ. And let me just tell you this. We owe the world that encounter. It's a great commission. We owe the world that encounter. So it says his faithfulness, he is faithful and true to every generation, not just ours, not just our parents. And let me just tell you, no matter how think you think the generation However, no matter how bad you think the generation is getting below us or culture or whatever, every single generation has ever thought that, okay? Let's just be blunt about that. And I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying every generation has said the same thing. But guess what? He's faithful to every generation and those to come. Let, let, me, let me finish out a couple more scripture texts, then we'll have some fun. All right, go with me to Colossians, just, just real quick. All right, Colossians 3. I'm going to read just a few scriptures here because they're fun. There's only a few that I'll probably focus on, but let's go with 12 through 17. Let's do that. Let's not move in today to the 18. Wives, submit to your husbands. Let's not go there today. All right, fine. The next verse, ladies, says, Husbands, love your wives and never treat them harshly. Okay, we won't leave that out. Okay, but let's stick to 12 through 17. Since God chose you to be holy, the holy people he loves, he must clothe, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy. This is just good advice, so we're going to read a little ahead here. All right? Tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Every once in a while, Nicole has to remind me of this too. Isn't it good when you have a good wife that holds you accountable? <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> I don't want to be taught right now. Quit teaching. Quit correcting. Also known sometimes as nagging. All right. Um, but it's true because she'll, she'll remind me. I'll, I'll start losing my cool with like the kids or something. 
I'd be like, are you serious, Evelyn? Or whoever. And uh, she'd be like, the kind one wants to come out. <laughs> Thanks, Peter Lewis. The kind one wants to come out. God is gentle and mercy, patient. Fine. All right. All right. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. <laughs> Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. There's this amazing message and series on forgiveness by um, Michael Miller out of Upper Room Dallas a couple months ago. It is worth the listen. All right. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts, for as members of one body you are called to live in peace and always be what? Okay, I want to reread uh, 15. And let the peace, let, receive, let, just allow it to happen. Let, allow the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. Receive that, let. Okay, now let's, let's flip this. For as members of, from Christ rule in your hearts, for as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Be Receive that as well. We get to be. Now, it's a choice. It's an intentional choice that we get to be thankful. All right, let me, just, let me just finish this out. Let the message about Christ and all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with what? I love that worship and praise is continually connected to gratitude and thankfulness. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Oh, Lord, I better read that again. Is this just for me? Is there anybody else in here receiving this? How about that person that takes too long checking you out or doing some weird thing? Or that person in front of you driving too slow? Or that person on the phone not able to help you? Come on, somebody. They didn't make that rule. The cops didn't make the rules for the speed limits. You're the one that broke it. Why are you getting mad at them for giving you a ticket? Nick's job, he says, it's my goal every time I write a ticket to get them to thank me. I want to be so nice and kind that they thank me for writing them a ticket. <laughs> That's how cops think. All right. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. So everything we do and say, do as if it's, it's for the Lord and representing the Lord and give thanks to him for it. All right, one more. You guys with me for one more? All right, 1 Thessalonians 5, just one verse. All right, maybe two. It's going to be three. <laughs> three verses. Uh, I'm going to do 16 through 18. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Now, I will say, I was initially going to read all of this. I was going to read, um, I believe it's like 12 uh, through 28. This is just a really, really great chapter, chapter 5, but specifically these last two sections. One is called Paul's final advice. Good stuff, all right, to the church here. Second is Paul's final greetings, and I, and I really love that. But let's just focus on these three verses, and then we're going to close up here. Always be what? It's Paul's advice. Always be. Do you know there's this, there's this book? Caroline Leaf wrote a book who switched off my brain. That's worth a read, all right? Um, 
I'm not a book junkie, okay, but there's a few that stand out. How much positive thinking, now she, she, is, she does have faith, she's a believer, but how, she's a neuroscientist, I believe, or neurologist, one, one or the other, uh, neuroscientist. But how much positive thinking and joyfulness and cheerfulness and gratitude and gratefulness and thankfulness is connected to the opposite of fear, which is oftentimes connected to finding blood cells and cancer cells and different things, and immune disorders and immune uh, diseases as well as immunity, like um, immune system. So it's, it's crazy. So cool, cool thing to look into, but it reminds me of the word, we are, we are transformed by what? The renewing of our mind, how we think, how we see things, the perspective. And when we come from a perspective of hope and knowing Jesus, his blood, his return, and all of that, this stuff doesn't stress us out, right? All right. So never stop what? Uh, never stop what? Praying. Is it up there? Yeah. Never stop what? Okay. Now 12 of you are, are with me. Be what? Thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. All right, that's it for scripture. Be thankful in what? All circumstances. I'm out there. I'm, I'm, I'm digging poo in the pouring down rain. It's, it's cold. All right, and I'm digging every section of every split of my septic system. And I'm getting all the way down in there, guys. I'm getting down in the dirty that wasn't even my dirty. All right, I'm getting down in the dirty that was from 30 years ago dirty, all right, for former owners, and, and, and giving thanks to the Lord for all this. And I seriously was, and Nicole comes out, and she's like, what's going on? Is it bad? I was like, it's real bad. She's like, you are handling this so well. I was like, I know, right? I'm so thankful right now. And I just sat out there and was teary-eyed because I have a septic system. I have a home. I have heat, you know. I, I have a family that lives in that home that uses that. <laughs> it's funny when you start to switch and what you become thankful for, the most simple things in life. So I've started these rampages every day on my way to work, and I just go through a list, and I do a minimum of 10. I was like, God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the sunshine that, that might be coming up at that time. I thank you for my family. I thank you for friends. I, you know, I just go through. It's random, whatever pops in my head. Uh, sometimes it's really, really weird stuff. You don't, I won't even go there because this guy's a little weird sometimes. But I just go through and I just keep thanking the Lord. And I'm telling you, it has shifted my days. It has shifted my weeks. It's shifted my outlook that my focus isn't on what's happening or the wrong or the bad or the finances. It's about God's goodness and the big things in life. And then you find yourself, you know, going to an unexpected funeral of a tragic death. And it's like, yep, God's bigger. There's bigger things. Puts things in perspective. My little septic issue or my little truck issue or my little refrigerator issue doesn't matter in the grand scheme of life. It doesn't really matter. God, I just trust he's going to provide. All right? Thank God for an equity line at the moment. <laughs> but he's going to provide. He's going to do this. When I start thinking about that, I, I do, I think about the gospel. I think about Christ's return. I think about the blood. I think about his body. And I think about, you know, I start thinking about some of these songs. The one that hit me this week is I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning, I'm blessed. When I, when I lay my head at night or rest or whatever, I, I'm, I'm blessed, right? How many are with me with some old hymns? The one that's been getting me really good lately is, is uh, when I think about the Lord. 
how he saved me, how he filled me with the Holy Ghost. When I think about the Lord, and as I think about these things, all of my problems are, are dissipating. When, when I, the one that, there's been a lot that I've been going to, Jesus paid it all. I, I don't know if you're going to play music or come up, but if you do, just do that now. Last week, because I've been listening to it for two weeks on repeat, um, <laughs> I've done 64 straight days of ice plunges. And I use it as time for prayer, meditation, and, and that focus. And I do it to timed songs. <laughs> I was like, okay, I need seven to nine minutes, all right? And uh, Jesus paid it all on the worship circle by Kim Walker is like seven minutes and 20 seconds. I was like, when I'm wanting a short day, that's a great one. So I'll, I'll throw that on, I'll plunge in, and, uh, and, I, and I, just, I just sit there. And sometimes I'll try to do even like some training because what I'm trying to do is also prove some things as firefighters when under stress and your, your, your sympathetic nervous system is activated and your adrenaline's going and now you have to make decisions under distress. How do you do that? So then I'll like recite the Lord's Prayer in there. And I'm talking like some of these I'm breaking ice to get in the last couple of weeks. So it's, it's pretty good. So, and then I'm like 23rd Psalm. This Jesus paid it all, man. And they sang it last week, and, and I know there was altar calls and the heart stuff. And, and as I'm there, I'm just like, Jesus paid it all. He paid everything for my stupid fridge. <laughs> he paid it all for my stupid truck that broke down. But he paid it all for my daughters. He paid it all for their future husbands. He paid it all for my future grandkids, for my nephews. Jesus paid it all, right? So as, as this is coming over, I know there's these invitations to the heart and opening up the heart and the doors to the heart and all this stuff, right? And all I can think of is picture Jesus on that cross. His stab, like as we go through communion these things, all I can do is, is picture that. Will you just stand with me? I think we're done here. I have a great life, so I don't, again, I don't want that to be mistaken. I have to be careful how I complain because we had this beautiful property and beautiful home and beautiful family. So when things start to pile up like they have a few months, it, it gets to you, especially as you want to be a good provider and all that. But then you get in these moments and I'm sitting there in the ice bath and I'm just being washed with God's warmth and his blood and his goodness and picturing his body and his, his blood and we come in last week and I was just picturing that and I, and I just can't help but think man I'm blessed and then I, I think about this song it is well and I'm listening to that it is well with my soul and I think back to why that was written if you guys don't know the story I've shared it here before but it's worth sharing at least briefly here a guy, his family, a pretty wealthy guy from Chicago, I believe he was in law, he was an attorney, and his family was going on a cruise to Europe, and uh, then the great Chicago fire broke out, so his family went on without him, I believe he had four daughters, three or four daughters and a wife, um, they went on without him as he stayed back in Chicago to deal with some things in his business and, and building that was affected by the fire. The ship that took his family over there had a shipwreck. And every one of his daughters died. His wife was the only survivor out of his family. And they make it over, she makes it over, 
and she telegraphs back and, and reports back that they had lost all their daughters. So he takes the next ship that I'm, my understanding is takes the next ship over and the very spot where that ship wrecked, he wrote the song, It Is Well With My Soul. That is thanking God in all circumstances. I can't imagine, I see people in here, I see people in here who've lost babies, I see people in here who've lost children, I see people in here who have been through traumatic uh, relationships and abuse and just the craziest stuff. I know people in here who've had abortions and imagining the shame and the, the stuff you've had to go through and, and carry. And, and then think about your worst day, your worst time, and, and you're, you're writing a song of worship saying, it is well with my soul because my hope is in Jesus. My thankfulness is in Jesus. I remember, and I, I've shared this too, but I just think it's fitting for today. We met with Bruce and Catherine, and they had just lost BJ the spring before, and we just wanted to stay close, to check them, and, and kept relationship. But um, in that January or December, so leading up to the next year, we just met with them, went to their home. It's funny, we wanted to meet with them, and Catherine hosts us and cooks a meal. I just want to check, where are you? What, what are you guys, what's, how are your hearts? How are you? you know, what can we do for you? How can we be there for you? How can we better be better pastors or friends or, or just support? And, and I just, I'll never forget this, guys. He said, we just want to be so thankful this year. We want to have a year of thankfulness because of how good we have it, how good God is, and how blessed we are. It was astounding, but it broke my heart, you know, in a sense of like convicting in that realm. Just like when I was in that house at DR, you know, and I'm judging this lady thinking she has nothing. There's multiple families living in this box, this makeshift structure. And, and she's like, well, why wouldn't I be joyful? I have everything because I have Jesus. And I just remember that was a kind of the same thing. Like we wanna be thankful, God's good. And I remember thinking, man, I whine and cry about a refrigerator going out and these people have lost children and they are praising God and being thankful for who he is. Yeah, man. So here's what we're gonna do, all right? Get your clickers out. Now it's time. Now you can click away now. You can just click to your heart's content, all right? Here's what I wanna do. This is how we're gonna end service. I don't care what you write on this. Maybe, maybe it is that 1 Thessalonians 5 or something. I don't care. You could, we just call ours clicker. I don't know. I think it's technically called a counter. But now, if, you might need to share them if you're in the same household. It's fine. Here's what I want you to do. We're going to turn that music up just a little bit. Out loud, I want you to go through at least seven things you're thankful for. Just seven things. All right, I've given you a lot of ideas. I'm thankful for a new day with the breath of life. Oh, I'm going to reset. Reset. I'm thankful for a new day with a fresh breath of life. I'm thankful for an amazing family. I'm thankful for Jesus' body, blood, crucifixion, and resurrection. I'm thankful and anticipating the hope of his return. I'm thankful for phones. I'm thankful for a good cup of coffee later today. I am thankful for a marriage where I'm in love with my wife and she's in love with me and she's all I desire. There's my seven. 
All right. We are going into Thanksgiving week. Oh, I better give you guys some time. I know some of you were sharing them. Sorry. Give you a minute. All right. We are going to affectionately, affectionately call these thankful rampages. That's what I call it. I say, it's time for me to go on a thankful rampage. If I start being negative, if I start talking bad about somebody, or if I start hearing the kids talk bad about somebody, I'm like, nope, uh-uh, cutting it off. Three things you're thankful for for that person. Three things that are great about that person, all right? Otherwise, we're gossip and discord, and it's bad and it's sinful, and we shouldn't be doing it anyway. All right? So we're going to call these thankful rampage meters, okay? I think that's an appropriate name. But seriously, keep these in your car, your junk drawer, somewhere where it's accessible. Maybe your, your kitchen sink or your bathroom sink in the morning. You wake up, brush your teeth, and you just go on a rampage. Maybe you could buy a couple extra. They were like three, $2 or less on Amazon. All right? Buy yourself one for every person in your family. We, I think we have a few. But anyway, um, I think it's appropriate to close service today, moving into Thanksgiving, moving into um, harvest and and Jesus' birth and celebrating who he is and, and the real reason why he came, all right? And one, two things. We're going to raise our hands and we're going to yell, thank you, Jesus, three times. We're going to go old school on you guys. And the second thing is, why don't you just go find somebody before you leave and tell them one or two things you're thankful for, all right, about them. It could be like, I'm thankful for your outfit today. Annalie, I'm thankful you're here from UC today and you chose to come to church. Jack, I am thankful for your sweater. That is fire. Okay. All right. Raise your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Before you leave, thank somebody for how great they are. Love you guys. Bless you. Happy Thanksgiving.